You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike to tell you along with Charlie Long. We're taking you to 8 o'clock tonight. On our Oakland Hardula's Talk and Text Line, we got Mike Triplett from New Orleans.Football. Michael, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Thanks for having me. This was pretty funny. I you, I get beeped into the call, and the very first words I heard were, it makes no sense, literally. And I'm like, oh, I'm stumbling right into a hot take. And then I realized it was actually an ad, but it was an ad for Accounting Services Unlimited, which, what, what you know, that is a well-sponsored ad this time of year, huh? Yeah, it sure is, Mike. Uh, Mike, even before losing on Yamada and Shai Tuttle, um, I know I've said this since the end of the year. I think the most disappointing part of the Saints team that I thought would be pretty good uh, would be their run defense and that defensive tackle. Um, and I know that drove Ryan up the wall, Ryan Nielsen, uh, because I know every year when he would come to our Louisiana line camp and, and do these camps, he would always tell me, Mike, ask me about stopping the run. Don't ask me about a pass rush first. And I was like, okay, I get it. We've been doing this since 2017. Uh, I get it. He would always laugh. He said, but you know what I'm talking about. If we don't stop the run, we're not winning anything. Now, it got better by midseason. But then, you know, the final game, we saw the Panthers sort of take advantage of that in the second half of this game. So, even despite the fact losing on Yamada and Tuttle, and I yeah. do think they wanted on Yamada back, but when the price got kind of pricey, it was, hey, listen, I'm going to Atlanta who got money. Uh, this team, and it's multiple, and it's just not one guy or two guys. They, they're going to have to bring in two to three guys. They have to rebuild the uh, whole room. Because you don't have that big man in the middle that can stop the, the run, and also you don't have that interior pass rusher. Well, look, you're absolutely right. And it's something they recognize, too. I mean, uh, internally, look, we coincident not coincidentally, I mean, it was planned this way, but we, we're doing our rankings uh, countdown of the Saints' position needs uh, throughout the offseason, and, and we scheduled the last piece to run today right as free agency kicked off. And I was writing about defensive tackles and how bad they needed one. And that, that was, you know, that I turned that in yesterday before we found out what happened with Onyeman and Chai Tuttle, but it, it was just no secret. And look, I think they would have liked to have had those guys back, but those guys were going to have to be part of a rotation. That is a position they wanted to upgrade. And it's not just stopping the run, which has been such a specialty for this team for so long and, and really surprisingly fell by the wayside last year. But they want to get some pass rush out of that three-technique spot too. So um, I think I think they they were going to look to revamp that position even before they lost these guys today. Uh, I, you know, we can't say enough good things about it. I, I would say both David Onyemata and Shai Tuttle skyrocketed past their initial investment they made in those guys. I mean, what a fine Shai Tuttle was in the, as an undrafted rookie and uh, what a fine David Onyemata was in the fourth round of the draft. 
but those guys, you know, they, they, they were part of that kind of underachieving unit last year. And, and to be honest, David Onimata hasn't quite recaptured that magic in, in the last couple of years as, as good as he was for so long. Um, so I'm not surprised they didn't pay the prices that we saw those guys go for in the open market. But I think the Saints are going to reinvest that money in new defensive tackles. I absolutely think they are going to invest at least one of their premium draft choices uh, on the defensive line as well. We get a lot of calls about Caden Ellis, and uh, he was a, yeah. a a real breakout player last year. I think the most improved player on the defensive side, the football. Uh, we knew he could stop the run well, and he, he was always pretty good coming off the edge. What I didn't know about him is how well he could play in reverse, in coverage. And we That's saw the Saints didn't know about him yet yeah. last year either. And then all of a sudden, you know, I'm watching him in the OTAs, and I'm, hey, man, uh, he looks real smooth dropping back in coverage. And so, what happens there? Because okay, you know, you're going to need to bring in somebody at running back. Uh, I, I still am not sold along the offensive line interior-wise at guard, yeah. defensive tackle. You're always looking for another safety. The situation with Caden Ellis at this stage, um, do you think that this team would bring him back? Bob and I have talked about it. It looks as more he's going to get a better deal somewhere else. Well, it, it, I mean, they're going to have to find that out, um, and, and the market will, will answer this question for them. They want him back. They should want him back. And if they get him back, they're going to have to figure out a way to get him on the field. Um, you know, they typically only use two linebackers at once, and, and DeMario Davis and, have, and Pete Warner – have those spots on lockdown. Um, there's always injuries, and, and if there's not injuries, that's a good problem to have. They'll get Caden Nelson some pass rush packages. Um, he could eventually take over a bigger role if, if, if Father Time ever catches up with Demario Davis. Uh, but they'd like to have him back. But if another team – look, we see, we see what – we don't even have to look any further than the Atlanta Falcons and what they're doing today. Yep. There are teams out there that have money burning holes in their pocket. Um, and, and they're just spending, spending, spending. And if that happens, if somebody sees what Kate Nellis did this year and they decide to pay for it, the, the Saints can't compete with that. Um, so they got to hope that, that people are, you know, that he just popped up on their radar last year and they don't necessarily see what they, uh, you know, believe what they see enough to, to spend big, big money on him. So I think the market will make that decision. But I, I think if you were to, you know, make a list of all their free agents, I, I would I would think he'd be on the high priority keep list, even though that position is a little deeper. You know, sometimes sometimes you you have a deep position, but um, that's a player I think they'd like to keep for all the reasons that you Mike. Said. Uh, man, I look at the money that the Falcons spent on Jesse Bates, <laughs> and then the Panthers bring in Von Bell. I was talking to Randy Mueller. Uh, before uh, I drove in, and he was like, Mike, what you think? I was like, man, man, Jesse Bates, uh, he didn't win the, the lottery. He won the Powerball. When you're going to pay that kind of money for a safety, and Jesse's a good player, but you paying a safety that type of money, my goodness, uh, that that's a lot of cash. And I know Atlanta has it to spend, right. but you're spending this on a safety. Uh, and that's the real big surprise to me. Von Bell going to Carolina, maybe not so much, but Bates getting that type contract with Atlanta. Yeah, but I think we're all going to have to recalibrate um, what players cost at every position because this salary cap, and it'll be it'll be nice for the Saints because they're going to be getting out of salary cap, uh, uh, you know, deficits over the next few years now that we're coming up back out of COVID. But this salary cap is going to go up and up and up. I mean, we're going to. You know, I don't. I think people had a lot of 
a lot of trouble with the Derek Carr signing because, uh, you know, for for a minute, I think they thought he was getting Pat Mahomes money. What? Derek Carr is about <laughs> Derek, Derek. No, but what I mean is when they heard numbers like forty million and thirty five oh, gotcha. million. But that's that's now middle of the road for yeah, the quarterback. Exactly. Like, like thirty five thirty five million will now get you like the sixteenth highest paid quarterback in the league. Thirty million is is what receivers are going to start to cost. You know, <laughs> I, like it's just money's going up and up and up and. Look, Jesse Bates. I, I didn't love free agency this year. When I when I looked at everybody's top 100 list, I agree. when I looked at the specific the positions class. the Saints need, I, it's not a great class. But Jesse Bates was one of the difference makers that, that stood out to me. So um, that that's what happens when you have to win a bidding war in free agency. You re, you really got to overpay. Uh, and you know he might not make the Falcons contenders. I'm really curious what they're going to do at quarterback there because they're spending like they think <laughs> they think they're putting a team together. I want to know what their plan is at quarterback. Um, but, you can't uh, go into uh, the season just with of, Desmond Ritter, right? He was, I, I, that's, Jesse, that's my deal. Jesse Bates was one of those guys that like you can talk yourself into overpaying. I think, uh, um, but uh, but yeah, I mean we saw what they paid David Onyemata as well, and and that's a team that has seventy million in cap space, and that's how they're going to get them there. Um, it's kind of a vicious cycle, you know. Yeah. <laughs> When when you rebuild, you're like, all right, we got all this cap space, and then you, you eat it up quickly when you overpay for the best guys on the board. Mike, with now Onyemata gone, Tuttle gone, all the question marks about Davenport and maybe Contavia Street, it seems like this, as you said, defensive line is the number one need on this team. They're going to totally rebuild it from the ground up. So you can do that during free agency, or you can do it during the draft. They have two top 40 picks. Yeah. Mike and I both agree that they're going to spend at least one of those picks on a defensive lineman. Are there any prospects that you're looking at and thinking, okay, this is a guy that can fall to them at pick 29 and it would be a value pick for them there? Yeah, no, I completely agree. I mean, just the the odds of getting one of those spots. I think the good thing is this draft class this year, that's that's a pretty good time to be picking a defensive lineman and especially the kind they like, you know, those big, long, tall defensive ends. I think they actually have a chance to get one. Uh, t- the two guys that stand out to me that look like they're they're Saints type of guys are both from Clemson. <laughs> yeah. The uh, uh, the defensive tackle I, I don't know how to pronounce the last name Brian Bressy or Brissy yep. Breezy um, um, I think is like in half the mock drafts going to the Saints because he's that three technique. He's that guy who can be a disruptive three technique. He could be available around that round around that range and then. The defensive end, Miles Murphy, you know, longer guy, a little bit raw, but we know the Saints. I mean, when you when you read his profile, when you look at him, you're like, he just feels like the next in the line of uh, of Cam Jordan, Marcus Davenport, uh, Peyton Turner. I mean, it just feels like that kind of defensive end that they like. I, there's some hybrid defensive tackle, defensive ends in there. Uh, you know uh, the 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 Pittsburgh defensive tackle that just blew away at the combine. So I, I think they do have a chance. I, I think this is a good uh, spot where need could meet fit. Now they don't want to go into the draft and say our plan is take a tackle and take an end. You know you 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 like to fill those holes in free agency, but I feel pretty confident that they'll be able to find somebody on that defensive line that they're going to like. And it's not just they kind of like what they have at defensive end right now to line up and play in the 2023 season. But unfortunately, Cam Jordan's 32 years old. Carl Granderson's going into the last year of his deal. The jury's still out on Peyton Turner. I think they're going to have to replenish the defensive end position as well. Mike, I think one guy to keep in mind, too, and I think he will come up the draft boards uh, because I'm a big believer in this after 36 years, I should know. Uh, a little bit of something about offensive lineman, defensive lineman is Maze Smith. 
from uh, Michigan, Michigan. Uh, because he didn't put up big numbers for the Wolverines, but man, you watch him as an athlete, and he is a big man that can sit on the yeah. nose, stop the run, and he like forklifts guys back. Yeah, because uh, no, watching a couple games, he'll get under the pads of a, a center and just like sort of forklifts them right back into the lap of the quarterback. And so, Mase Smith is a guy to keep in mind. Uh, as the draft gets closer, you hear a lot of teams sort of talk about him. Your thoughts on the Panthers making that move now for the first overall pick, and then they put out all kind of crazy information, and we used to this, okay? Because, man, <laughs> they had a guy that was before uh, Sean Payton. Man, he, he was the best disinformation guy in the business. <laughs> man, uh, Jim Hassler was something. And, man, you hear it right off the bat. Oh, the owner likes Bryce Young from Alabama, but Frank Reich – Man, he really likes C.J. Stroud. Now it's yeah. coming out. Oh, man, now they really like Anthony Richardson. Man, I would lie, too. I would tell you every quarterback on the board and because somebody well, might fall look, in love with that they guy. Don't, they, don't have to, they don't have to lie anymore Yeah, they're at number one. Yeah. <laughs> the teams at the other spots have to lie. They can just tell everybody now. But you know what's funny, Mike, is uh, uh, even though secrets are, are, are often well-kept, um, I think while me and Nick Underhill were, were at the Combine talking to a bunch of people, trying to find out as much as we could about the Saints' pursuit of Derek Carr, it was really starting to come out around Combine time that the Panthers were looking to move up and that they weren't really going to be that strong of a suitor for Derek Carr because they had already kind of turned their attention and started trading with teams. And I, I believed it, but I was kind of like, boy, this feels a little early. Nope, it wasn't too early for them. That's That's the path they wanted to take. What's interesting to me, though, is – you know, I'd heard that they kind of like Anthony Richardson, who is just a fascinating prospect. Um, I mean, we've never seen a guy, you know, we've seen a couple of guys who you're projecting when they go to the NFL, but there's a lot of projection going on there, but he's also so special. I mean, how fascinating would it be if that's who they wanted, number one, uh, even ahead of the other guys? But But you're right, we will be guessing for a while, but... I have a feeling they might know who they want there, number one. But what's really interesting about that is you've heard it too, I'm sure, you guys on the show. Um, all the people who don't believe in the Saints signing Derek Carr, going for it, keeping all their players, spending all their cap space, kind of wanted to see this all in rebuild. You know, trade everybody away, yep. trade up for the number one pick in the draft. We're now going to see a, a, a rival that took that path, and, and, and it'll be interesting to see. Um, you know, who works out better? Because the, the, the Panthers went all in on that route. <laughs> the other thing, too, Mike, is that if you look at roster, uh, I can make you a pretty good argument. Uh, take the quarterback position out, which you can't. Their roster is really good. Uh, you look at they've rebuilt their offensive line. Uh, their running back core is pretty strong across the board. Their defense now is even better with Von Bell. They do need a couple receivers, but this – free agency class gives you an opportunity to fill those needs pretty quickly. They have extra picks, so to speak, because of the McCaffrey deal that they got to get it right. Okay. Because if not, boy, have you set yourself up for a colossal, you know what, if you don't pick the right guy, because you do have a lot of other pieces in place here in Carolina. No, it'll be interesting. You know, and their timetable will be a little different. Obviously, I don't think they'll be expecting to win right away with a with a rookie quarterback. But uh, 
But, yeah, I mean, there are some elements of their team, especially on defense, that's win now. I mean, I think it really hurts to include D.J. Moore in that trade after you just traded away Christian McCaffrey. That is that is not an awe-inspiring collection of, of playmakers there in Carolina. Um, so so it might take a little time, but it, it depends. Uh, if, they, if there's a special guy in this draft class and if they pick the right one. Man, when I look at the numbers uh, Moore put up having Sam Darnold and Baker yeah. Mayfield throw him the Very football. Now, again, uh, now, can Fields do it? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, but, um, and again, every every moment is an intrigue in the NFL. And isn't right. this what they wanted? Drama. Year-long drama, too, Mike. Year-long almost drama know it. about the know NFL. It. Don't I know it? Whenever somebody says, "What do you do in the off season?" I'm like, "What are you talking about? So it's three weeks in July?" <laughs> yeah, what off season? <laughs> yeah. Mike, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate it, buddy. Thank you. All righty, Mike Triplett from New Orleans Dot Football. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big Eight Seventy. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or. I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.